Welcome back, book lovers, to a, a realm where the lines between black and white blur into shades of morally gray. I'm Bree, joined by my partners in crime, Lauren and Maggie. Today we are going to be discussing Crescent City, all things Crescent City 1 and 2, gearing up for Crescent City 3. Um, we're also going to be definitely discussing Akatar and some Throne of Glass. Um, so spoilers for all things Sarah J. Mass. Um, we're super, super excited for the upcoming book. So join us for our digital book club and let's get started. All right. So if you listen to our previous episode, you know that I am extremely late to the Sarah J. Mass universe everything about it. I read Akatar last year and just was on my Akatar high and refused to read anything else because I just refused to believe that they could possibly be as good as that one. Um, so I just read Crescent City. I don't remember all the details because I read it so fast and I've read things since then. Um, but I'm in the middle of Throne of Glass, so I haven't finished the whole series yet, but that's okay because I have spoiled things for myself anyways. So no big deal for me, but I am head over heels in love with Crescent City. I cannot believe I slept on this for so long. I am so upset with myself that I did that. So, so good. Um, I finished my Crescent City one reread last week. I listened to it for my second go around. Um, and then I'm in the middle of Sky and Breath. I'm still in like the beginning of Sky and Breath right now. Um, so I probably, I read it the most recently and like on a reread. So I probably am like the most informed here, I would say, on House of Earth and Blood. Because mm-hmm. Maggie hasn't, you haven't touched it since like a like year. Like, like December. I think I read it December of last year. Yeah. So it's been a full year. Yeah. So, okay. So let's just kind of recap. We'll recap book one and then we can talk about book two as well. Um, just so that we're all like on the same page. Yeah. And we'll try to make this the briefest <laughs> recap. Briefest recap. Obviously, we know these books are extremely long and yeah. there is so much information. There's so many fine details. So this is not by any means like a full recounting, like in depth. So do not right. take this. This is not gonna substitute reading that. Yeah, definitely not. Like this is not a synopsis. This is like so, so high level just to like hit all like the major points in these books so that yeah. we can gear up for book three. Um and I can also talk a little bit about I started a reread of uh Silver Flames. So that might also be important to sort of recap. Mm-hmm. Um or so more so for theories, I feel like. More so for theories too, but I definitely think that Iron Flame should be on everybody's radar for no, a reread. Nope. Silver Flames. Oh <laughs> not Iron Flame. So sorry. Different book. Oh my god. <laughs> I think that's Well, this is what happens when they all use the same words for I, titles. I know. It's so bad. The amount of books that are out that say a court of it's is a, insane. It's a something of something something. It is, yes. That's like my mm-hmm. boyfriend always says that. Um yes. Silver Flame should probably be on the reread list with the first two books of Crescent City. So Crescent City one, we start off with Bryce and her best friend Danica. Uh, doing drugs, partying, and then oopsie Danica gets horrifically murdered along with the entire pack of devils. Um, Bryce, then we kind of shoot forward two years. Bryce is still sort of struggling, still working for very sketchy witch Jessica Roga. We'll get to her at some point. Um, with sweet baby girl Lahaba, 
Um, so Bryce is working at Griffin Antiquities and Micah, the governor slash archangel, comes in uh, with Hunt Athelar, the Umber Mortis. Oh my God. Love him so much. Daddy. Um, and Micah says to Bryce, okay, like you're going to investigate Danica's murder because people are dying again in the same way that Danica and the Pack of Devils died. So then this leads Bryce and Hunt on kind of an investigation on Danica's murder. They uncover a ton of stuff regarding like what Danica knew, um, the missing Luna's horn. Uh, the Autumn King is also looking for the horn and has Bryce's brother, Rundan and Crown Prince of the Valvar and Faye. <laughs> um, my Lauren dad, has a big man crush on him. I have a fat crush on Rundanen. Rundanen is... <laughs> with that Skrillex haircut. <laughs> okay, we ignore the Skrillex haircut. I picture him with a man bun. Um, oh, fair. I picture him with a man bun, no Skrillex haircut, because that was a really poor choice on Sarah's part. Um, so Rune's also looking for the horn with some of his friends. Uh, leads them on a bunch of crazy adventures, which culminates into the Valbaran Summit. Where, so during this summit, Hunt is there. I guess we kind of skipped over the whole drug thing. Hunt betrays Bryce at some point, so they're kind of broken up. Uh, Hunt goes to the summit with all of the leaders of Valbara. And while that is going on, Micah visits Bryce in Griffin Antiquities. Um, and Jessica, Jessica broadcasts it like on the screen at the summit. And Micah basically goes on to tell Bryce, oh, I killed Danica. Well, well, essentially, right? I, I orchestrated her death. I orchestrated Danica's death. Danica killed herself and the entire pack of devils because I pumped them full of synth. Um, and they tore themselves apart. So sorry, Bryce. Um, I did so because Danica knew about the horn. Danica had stolen Luna's horn. Um, Danica was just finding out all kinds of things that... Yeah. Nobody wanted her to know that she was really yeah. knee deep in some oh, yeah. shit. Um, and Micah says, that's why I had you, Bryce, look for the horn. I knew that you had some sort of a connection with the horn. Um, and I wanted you to find it because I, Micah, want to be a supreme ruler and I want to go into other worlds and give myself just so much power. It turns out that Danica had Luna's horn ground up into a powder mixed with witch ink tattooed in her back. So Bryce is now the horn. The only way to repair the horn is by using synthetic magic or synth. So Micah pumps Bryce full of synth to repair the horn. She gets charged up with power. Horn is repaired. Bryce can now use the horn. Bryce kills Micah um, and vacuums him up. <laughs> vacuums him up with her little Dyson. Uh, Lahaba tragically dies trying to save Bryce. Um, then I think it's the Asteri order an attack on the city because Bryce well, unlocking the horn no, unlocks no, 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 no. all the gates. I was like, am I? No, no, no. The Asteri don't order it. It's just when um, Micah pumps her full of synth, repairs the horn. Right. He opens a portal. Opens, a portal. He opens all the, and then the gates. Everybody opens all the gates. Yeah. And yes. they don't realize it. And, and it opens the, the gates of hell. to hell. Mm-hmm. The demons of hell come through. Like no, The demons are attacking. They order the city to be bombed. Um, um, to clear out all the demons. It's, I don't even know. Yeah, it's just that everyone is 
is going they're running for cover that i i mm-hmm. i feel like it's like a minimal part like i don't even remember necessarily the hysteria like ordering the bombs it's just like they're kind of taking care of people but not, not really, really. Mm-hmm. That it's like that's sort of their way of like combating the demons is to set like off bombs, yeah. yeah. But um, right. So then, and Bryce is just trying to close the gates. Like, yeah, I feel like that's like, yeah, I was like, gates. I feel like that's like a minor detail. Of, yeah, in the sense of like Bryce is trying to close the gates, close the and gates. in order to close the gates, she does the drop so she can get full power. When she does the drop, she unlocks all the bits and pieces of power that have accumulated in the gates over the years. Bryce's power levels, I believe, surpass or come very, very close to the Autumn King. They, they certainly do surpass. surpass just a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they surpass the Autumn King just a little bit. So then Bryce makes it through the drop. Um, Bryce now has just an ungodly amount of power, I guess. When she wasn't supposed um, to have any. She wasn't supposed to have any. She's only half a. She's only half a. Um, also, they the power levels in crescent city are just so much lower than what we see in like other saturday mass books well i don't feel like we have like a very definitive amount like in that there's like a level yeah whereas like in like akatar it's like oh he's just really powerful there's not yeah. even that of like the when you're thinking like knowing what we know especially like if you read akatar like all of akatar before you read mm-hmm. any of crescent city reese's like all powerful is like the most powerful like fey most high lord, lord like yeah. that's ever existed there's still so like so many people have magic and i feel like in crescent city it is like very very sparse there are few mm-hmm. people that even have magic and so the fact that she has so much is mm-hmm. such a that's big a thing big like that's why it was a big thing for danica it was a big thing for her it's a big deal from the, like from the odd king why he's so pissed that she surpasses him is because mm-hmm. she's half which i think is interesting because they, there has to be several people inside prithian that were half and maybe not quite so much at the time we oh, were yeah. in because there's the wall and a lot of like the humans are on the other side of the wall but they intermingled for a really long time i believe miriam's it's miriam yeah. miriam and draken's mm-hmm. people they're all that's that years island. ago that's what i mean so like the people that were actively seeing in prithian yeah. when Thera is there they're like no all... but those people still exist on that island no no, no i understand oh, but like the majority of yes. the population you know, right they're right, not right, part right, of the right. story actively is right. what i'm saying that it's just so interesting that they're like they're looked down on that it's like it so diminished it's like diminishing when like in prithian that's not a thing well in prithian we have like the whole lesser fey you know like there is a whole like so i guess that's true it's Mm -hmm. just a little bit different Mm -hmm. like i feel like in crescent city there's so much like intermixing of all these different species and like i mean yeah. From like the jump, like we have, you know, Bryce, our main character, is half and half. And then we see like like there's relationships between like Rune and like there's like a whole sex scene between him and like a fawn. Yeah. You know, like where we oh, see there's yeah. not like that weird like divide that we see in Prithian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the fact that there's just Fae and humans, I don't think there are fawn and there are no witches except for like maybe the bone carver and his sister and whatever, yeah, whatever and Prithian, they are, like yeah. there is no like jessibas mm-hmm. correct inside yeah no none of that yeah mm-hmm. so bryce closes the gates bryce gets a shit ton of power um the asteri tell bryce and hunt like okay we're gonna leave you guys alone hunt you don't have to get your tattoo back oh, on and not even that yeah that hypaxia but like hunt is this whole book Hunt is a slave. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has a slave tattoo. He has the crown on his head uh, that is 
diminishing his power that is mm-hmm. he's got like what 10 percent of like his total power that like he's like super crazy powerful yeah. that there hasn't been what what is he an angel yeah or? he's well um, well we can get into that um, too, but yes but he's like an angel that theory. has um like there has been an angel like what like a thousand years i think it's or something that, that said that has lightning mm-hmm. yeah and hypaxia removes his crown so he now has access to his full power and he immediately goes and kills oh he fucking behead sandriel yep an archangel another archangel so Slash right off the, the get, sister of his right at the end there's two that are dead and mm-hmm. so the asterios say well, you know what you don't you lay low we're gonna leave you alone yeah hunt you don't have to be a slave again bryce never use that horn Ever, ever, ever again. And we will leave you. And leave your Starborn power alone. And leave your Starborn power alone. She's now got this big glowing eight-pointed star. That's very Mm -hmm. important. On her chest. So then book two opens up. Bryce and Hunt are in this weird space where they are not together. They kind of got together in the last book, but no real spicy scenes besides some steamy makeouts. Book two opens up. Bryce and Hunt are living together. But are not actively a couple and have not done the dirty yet. Um, very important. Yeah, that is very important, actually. Oh, actually, book two opens up with Sophie's story. Sophie Renas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I really love that Sarah did that. It like, threw me for a loop it because I listened absolutely. to it. And so I was like, what like, book like, is this? I was yeah. like on a high after like book one ended and I like jumped right into book two and I was like, what is happening? Who yeah. is this person? What is going on? So, Not having words in front of me. Right. To, which I mean, I did. I could have grabbed them. I sort of did that halfway through it that I started like, listening and reading at the same time. Um, but it was quite the trip there having her jump into somebody else's point of view mm-hmm. to discuss all of that. I love that she did that. Though. Oh, definitely. Um, I like, I cried when Sophie died and we got like two chapters or something mm-hmm. with Sophie. Um so yeah, opens up on Sophie. She we thought at the time is a or no, she has a firebird. She a firebird. She's a firebird. Mm-hmm. Um which we learn they can like they gather electricity. They like gather power or electricity mm-hmm. from others and then sort of like shoot it back out. We also get introduced to the hind, Lydia Servos. Um and Sophie tragically died. Oh, we also get introduced to oh, we're, we're we're jumping around here. no silver i know so we're we're, we're jumping we gotta start okay. we're going through plot points here yeah okay i guess i was just introducing some of the some of the key players i know but we're gonna keep for consistency you're right sake. you're right so book two opens up with sophie and you see that she is trying to accomplish a mission but we're not quite sure what it is because it is very different from like where we ended mm-hmm. off in book one that this whole is like it's what i really like about crescent city is it's kind of like a mystery series because Mm -hmm. you as the reader have no idea what is happening yeah but so many other characters in the book do but bryce also has no idea what's Mm -hmm. happening you learn it mm -hmm. with the you learn it with bryce Bryce. Uh uh-huh so there is the i don't want to call it like a revolution but like kind of the revolution that that is is like the main thing that is happening Mm -hmm. in book two sophie is a part of that the humans are tired of being treated like shit. They realize that what Danica knew did not end with the horn. That mm-hmm. there is just much to be discovered about who they are, where they are, mm-hmm. what they are. They go through so much trying to like figure all that out and yeah. still uncover all these secrets. And as these other key players start getting introduced, you realize that it was Danica who was 
talking with Sophie and mm-hmm. that her brother is they're trying to find her brother because they have led everyone to believe that Sophie's younger brother, I can't think of his name off the top Anil. of my head, mm-hmm, that he is a firebird also and that he has this great power and that on both sides yeah, they can use him. And so I believe it's the, is it the Asteria that's trying to find him? No, it's Peppa Spetsos, um, who is the leader of like the rebellion. Mm-hmm. She's trying to find him because like he is a non-Vanier, he is a human who they believe can help take down the Vanier. The, the Asteria is mm-hmm. not involved until later on. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, also Rune gets the calm crystal and begins talking with Agent Daybright, who mm-hmm. we find out later is actually the Hind. Um, and she has been kind of going undercover, working for the Asteria, working for the governors. Um, but she's really part of the rebellion. So that's a big, I think, I think that's a big that was a thing. huge thing. I think that's yeah. a huge Yeah, it's, it's just, it's very, it's not really discussed very much, obviously, because you find out at the very, very end mm-hmm. that um, Lydia is, is it Lydia? Is that her mm-hmm. name? Okay. Lydia is. Uh, uh, is the hind, but she is also Agent Daybright in that, like, Rune and her, like, really have this really very, very deep-rooted connection. And he yeah. is just, like, absolutely gutted. Mm-hmm. When he finds out it's That her. it's Lydia. So we get to, I don't know, like we can skip over. I feel like a lot of kind of the middle parts of the book. Like I really don't care about all the Ethan. I don't care about the Ethan stuff. I don't really care about the whole like the dragon girl and the like fire sprites or Mm -hmm. pixies or whatever they are. They get stolen from the Oracle. I think it's interesting that like Ethan like maybe an alpha and that that girl Mm -hmm. because the, I don't really care about it, but. That the the oracle is a wolf, and not only is she a wolf, but she is an alpha. Not only is she an alpha, but she's from. Wait, I thought like, she wasn't the oracle. No, I the oracle's she, a. Oh, not the oracle. She's I'm like sorry. In, in the, the like, what is it? In the tank. Who's yeah. in the tank? What are they? They're used to like see. Yeah, it's They're not like an oracle, but it's whatever the yeah the the walker people like. I'd, Where they like go between planes. Yes, yeah, but. Shit, that's crazy. I thought that was nuts. Where I know, oh, I feel like yeah. that's gotta come. That has oh, that, to come into play because even play, like Ethan sort of... will become an alpha, and then not only is that girl a wolf, she's an alpha. Not only is she an alpha, but she's from Danica's pack. Mm-hmm. That like that was like a big, like drop, a big twist mm-hmm. that no, for sure. um, the prime knew this, mm-hmm. and Danica's mom knew this, and or maybe figured it out. Maybe she didn't know, but yeah. she's like figured it out, and like. There's a lot of, like, other things that are, like, being threatened on this other side because I think the werewolves or the shapeshifters, like, it's very interesting because mm-hmm. and actually just sort of realized at the same time, I was like, there are no other shapeshifters. Yes, there is. In Throne of Glass, there's shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's lots of shifters, though, in Crescent City. No, like, in Crescent City, like, but I was thinking in the oh, series, because, like, in Prevan, oh, yeah. there isn't any. So oh, in God, my I'm mind, I thought there was, there's going to be, like, a totally other, like, world that they came from, but... Bitch, it's throwing a glass. So They're when we get too. to, oh my god, I know. If we want to skip ahead to the end of the big reveal, yeah, go ahead. So Bryce discovers this whole project dusts truth. She discovers that the Asteri are consuming the first light mm-hmm. that people are giving off when they make the drop, um, and then also I believe aren't they consuming the second light mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. which is the souls and the spirits that are supposed to go on to live forever in the Bone Quarter. Mm-hmm. So they're just feeding this entire community a lot. I mean, it's really like matrixy in the sense of like 
it's kind of just a big breeding ground. It's a big farm for the Asteri mm-hmm. to get their nutrients, which is like the magic that these people are giving off. That's like one of the huge reveals. And that, but it's that it's this isn't the only place that there are several Asteri that have been doing this for like thousands and thousands of years, and she finds their whole their like whole plan. They've been going across the, map the universe that they have which is the same map that exists in a couple other places mm-hmm. in the universe, which is just wild, like, how deep-rooted all this stuff is and that she's really finding out, again, that Danica knew all this. Danica mm-hmm. figured it all out and that she knew what this all was. And the Asteri tell Bryce, oh, yeah, we've been doing this to lots of... We've drained lots of other places. Lots of worlds. Lots of worlds, except there was this one world that was so rich in magic... Um, and we loved it there and they kicked us out. And guess what, Bryce, your people came from that world, specifically a small island that's permanently shrouded in twilight. And that's where your people came from. They were led here. Um, and then the portals, you know, they, then they like through the, the rift, portals. I think is what it's called. Right. Um, but they may have come through the Northern rift, but then they also say, oh yes, also the shifter fae. Um, they, oh, the shifters are Fae, and they come from a separate world. There's two mm-hmm. worlds, the world where Bryce's type of Fae come from and where the shifter Fae come from. And so if you've read all of Sarah's books, then you know we're now talking about the Asteri having been in and brought people over from Prithian and from Aurelia. Is that? That's how you say it, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really interesting, but the Asteri are trying to get back. They want to get back to Prithian, to right? Prithian. To this high area to, to Prithian, of magic. Because Prithian yeah. has so much magic. And, I um, was just flabbergasted. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And then you have Bryce and Hunt and Rune trying to now battle this one Asteri. Shit goes wrong. Go sideways. Hardcore. Shit goes sideways. Hardcore. Bryce with the horn gets... powers up like a gate right Mm -hmm. isn't that what it is Mm -hmm. um bryce has her star sword with her she goes through the gate to escape and just thinks to herself i need to find help well she wants to go to hell she's trying to go to hell hell. but Mm -hmm. she's just saying please find help i need help and bryce gets dropped on the front lawn of the river house of our favorite High Lord and High Lady, recent Farah, and who finds her but my sweet baby boy, Asriel, with Truth Teller. The matching. And which set. is the matching dagger to Bryce's star sword. And I knew it. As soon as they said that, I immediately texted our group chat and I said, I'm sorry, but is Truth Teller this magical dagger mm-hmm. that they are speaking of? And the star sword is Gwydion. I. I, Sarah, I need you to tell me how many hours, how much planning, how much sleep have you lost over the deep-rooted connections that you have over all of these books because it's fucking insane. And you haven't even seen one of them yet. uh, What do you mean? Oh, like, because I haven't finished Kingdom Kingdom of Ash? I know. And, like, I was just, and I think that's why I also really liked Crescent City so much Mm -hmm. because I had Akatar and I had all these all those connections and as they're Mm -hmm. talking about it i was just like oh my god 
like I literally died when they mm-hmm. said that and in my brain I was like wait a minute mm-hmm. oh and if we all remember up. from Silver Flames Silver Flames tells a very interesting story about High King Theon and how he using uh Gwydion banished the Daglin from Prithian, the Daglin were these evil creatures who drank the magic of the land like wine. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Did you just realize this? Yes, yeah, so no, I don't remember that. Oh my goodness. Yes, no. Silver Flames. See, listen, and like the thing that I think is, again, so interesting with Sarah is that in all three of these series, she's talking about the exact same thing, but every single place has different names for all these things. Mm-hmm. So off the, like, just off the bat, you're not drawing the connection mm-hmm. because they're not all named the same thing. You're going to be in for a treat when it's theory time, girl, because I got more shit about High King Theon. I am so excited. Yeah. Please continue. Okay. But also, again, like, you find out at the very end of book two that um, when Bryce sees Reese, who she mm-hmm. doesn't know who he is, oh, yes. that he looks exactly like her brother. And mm-hmm. she is, like, thrown for, for a loop because she thinks she's literally looking at Rune and... Mm-hmm. Same hair color, same build, same eyes, like everything same, that the they are race. like identical, that they, it is mm-hmm. very clear that they are from the same bloodline. Mm-hmm. How? Yes, we determined. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I got two. There's two main theories on mm-hmm. it, honestly. But the there are just true. so many things that are a lot of seeds that are planted at the very, very end of book two, which makes mm-hmm. for a very highly anticipated book three and book six, because... Mm-hmm. We do know that she is working on book number six for Akatar. More theories abound on mm-hmm. what book six is going to be concerning and how Sarah is going to... Because she's kind of said she's going to keep the series separate. Mm-hmm. And so there's some good theories on how she's going to manage that. Um, I think the good thing about Crescent City 3 in terms of people who want to read Crescent City and don't want to read Akatar for whatever reason... Um, you could read it separate. You could read it separate because we are learning... It's, you're going to get more Easter eggs and more fun content if you read both, but Bryce is going to be learning about Prithian. They're going to have to tell her, like, hey, this is our world and this is what's going on here. So the reader is going to learn along with Bryce. And so I think that there's a way that we can, that she'll be able to also do that for Akatar 6. Book 3 of Crescent City. Obviously, we're going to open up with Bryce and Prithian. Sarah has said that time in the books is going to be split. In the Akatar world, so we're going to get POVs from Bryce in the Akatar world, um, and then also POVs of probably like Rune, Lydia, probably Hunt, Ethan, Ethan, Therian, because Therian at the end of the book made a deal with the Viper Queen to escape the River Queen, because River oh, Queen yes. was going to kill him. Um, so mm-hmm. now he is addicted to the Viper Queen's venom, and he's in the Viper Queen's court. So that's its own. Like, I forgot about that thing. too. I know. And also, uh, sweet baby Hunt has a crown again. Yeah, Hunt got his slave tattoo put back on. Um, that was like one of the most gut wrenching things. Yeah. It's actually, some interesting theories. So, what's your take on this, Bree? So, when it says they put Hunt's crown back on and then he knew nothing, what does that mean to you? If I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. So it means nothing to me. Okay. Some people think Hunt loses all of his memories. 
But putting the crown mm. back on, they've erased Hunt's memories, and now Hunt has no idea who the fuck Bryce is, and he's just like slave. Is his identity? But, but see, I'm so interesting. The slave, the crown is not a slave mark. Out. The sl- the crown is not a slave mark. Right. It's it's his SPQM on his wrist. That's mm-hmm. a slave mark. So he's not a slave. He just has his power diminished again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, That's what I took okay, that but as. He's in the. Du- I mean, he's in the dungeon. Oh well, for sure, But I mean, like. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Like they put the crown back on. Did they turn him into just like? You know, a henchman, basically. And erase his memory, or you just pass out. Well, it's it's, it's so weird, though, because when Hunt talks about his time before the first time he was enslaved, he mm-hmm. has memories. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is different about this time for him to Does lose Does the Asteri put it on? I don't know. That's just Who put it thought. on the time before? Uh, witches, like old witches. Oh, okay. is way he tells Hypaxia. I don't know. I don't either. I don't I, have um, selfishly, I want it to be he passed out. Yeah, no. Because I think I will cry big crocodile tears. If he has his If he loses his... his, his yeah, yeah, I'll be really sad. Yeah, but I feel like we could get But I feel like we wouldn't put it past her. Especially mm-hmm. because she also did say that book three, you're going to learn a lot about Hunt. Mm-hmm. And yep, so I wouldn't be surprised about... if it is like him coming back to his memories if he did lose them. We'll figure out who Hunt's daddy is because there's some interesting stuff there. His lineage, where he comes from, the Asteri claim that Hunt, I mean, they bred the angels anyway, but they claim that Hunt was like specifically bred. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of interesting theories on what that could mean and why and what is he. Is he truly an angel? Because he's the only one without lightning power. So is Hunt really an angel? Is he something else? Um, he doesn't have pointed ears, right? He has, like, round ears, right? Yes, but the Asteri tell Bryce that the reason the they shifter bred it out fae, of them. they bred yeah. it out of them. Mm-hmm. So I just can't remember if, if Hunt had um No, I believe Hunt that. has rounded ears, but the Asteri bred it out of, like, the shifter fae from the throne mm-hmm. of glass world. So... Totally could have done that. But it's so, and see, what I think is interesting, because if the shifters are coming from Throne of Glass, mm-hmm. which I, they have to be, because mm-hmm. it's the only other world that is in this little mm-hmm. that we know about. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, the shifters in Throne of Glass are not just wolves. And, right. like, but they are in this one. Like, the way that I feel it as, like, described when you get Ethan's point of view mm-hmm. is that, like, he does not have a choice of switching to a different animal he is a wolf that like it is a traditional like werewolf shifter well, yeah. yeah but rowan only goes all of his whole family is predatory birds yeah and like oh gavriel is only a lion like they all have one thing they shift to it's they like a familial genealogy oh see i'm thinking then of lysandra because lysandra right oh Lysandra's so she's different. a different thing see okay I, I was forgetting, was to be honest, that, like, some of the Fae had a different form. Thank you for <laughs> correcting me. That. Yeah, because well, like when human. I was like thinking Sandra's of that. Not oh, you're right. She, like she's human. a human with shifting. She's a human with a shifter gift. She's a human with magic. magic. Like how Irene has, healing. like, healing magic. Um, There's literally so much. How does any one person, how Dorian does one person keep this straight? I know, I know. Bro. I know. Um, no, I think what they're referring to is how the uh, Fae in the Glass right. world okay, 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 okay. Um, shift into another form. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes Like, they all sense. have their beast form. Like, 
Yeah, which yeah. like oh my god, that's just a little bit different. Yeah, Aelin's mm-hmm. is different, but because she's, she's demi fey. Yes, yes, but she, her mm-hmm. her her shifting was to her human form. Yeah, because she's demi fey. Because yeah. that's what someone said. Lorcan has the same thing that when he he's a demi fey and he doesn't shift into an animal because he can shift into a human form. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Lorcan's demi fey. Me mm-hmm. too. Love him. Love Lorcan so much. I think we just should really just jump into the theories I think so because too, this, this recap is making me a little bit more lost in the sauce. And yeah, okay, okay. so we're just going to dive in to theories for yeah. Crescent City three. Um, Lauren uh, has done a lot of research. She's done a lot of preparation. She has twenty pages of notes. We're not going to read everything no. verbatim, but we are no. going to dive into this. So big spoilers. Big spoilers, big spoilers, lots of stuff. Big spoilers for all three Sarah J. Sarah J. Mass series. Please comment and let us know what your theories are. If you have things to add, if we miss things, because there is because obviously we have so read much, them and in. also like these so theories, some of them conflict, some of them don't connect, some of them are off the walls crazy, um, and like just because I'm reading these theories and like talking about them doesn't mean that this is what I think is gonna happen. Yeah, and these are not all our theories. These are our theories oh, no, that I'm are just like yeah, too. I these got are theories that exist. Mm-hmm. My favorite place for theories, which is Reddit. Um, okay. I think that Reddit has some really great. There's like a few creators on there that I think have these like incredibly well thought out, well researched theories, um, and I'll try to like shout them out. I have links in here so I can shout them out. Um, all right, take it away. So. I guess we're just going to start with what we think is going to happen with Crescent City 3 and what Sarah has said. So Sarah has said that Crescent City 3 is the end of Bryson Hunt's story. (gasps) So some people think that means a breakup. I don't think so. Some people think that that means Hunt dies. There's a ton of really good evidence for that, unfortunately. Um, But I found this one theory that, Brie, you're going to go absolutely fucking ape shit for i think i hope i'm so, so excited there's this theory that it's the end of bryson hunt's story because they learn their true identities and they assume those identities their true identities are the reincarnations of thea okay yes and sir okay right which makes a lot of sense we see a ton of similarities drawn between thea and thur bryce has thea's light so much so that adis like looks like he's seen a ghost um hunt is often compared to thur and the main, one of the main sort of bases for this theory is Sarah J. Moss's love of Sailor Moon. Oh my god, I love She's that so She's obsessed with Sailor much. Moon. Um, Sarah has a Pinterest board or had a Pinterest board for a new series, Twilight of the Gods, which is what a lot of people think is going to be a full multiverse crossover series. So Crescent City will, we're going to have Flame and Shadow. And that's going to be the end of Bryson Hunt's story because some really bad shit's going to go down. Midgard's going to be destroyed. Um, and we're going to have to morph into this big overarching thing. We also have the House of Many Waters, which is a novella. So again, like Crescent City is going to end, essentially. We're mm-hmm. going to get House of Many Waters and you know we can get into like what we think that could be about. But there's going to be Twilight of the Gods. On Sarah J. Moss's Pinterest board for Twilight of the Gods, it's got lots of Sailor Moon in there. Lots of Sailor Moon. And so, Brie, if you remember, um, Usagi and Mamaru discover that they are the reincarnations of Serenity and Endymion. Stop it right now. I knew you would love this. So, let's see. So this is going to... 
If Bryce is Thea and Hunt is Thur, this is going to set up Bryce and Hunt as High Queen and High King of Prithian. And I know, I know, everybody's looking at me like I'm fucking nuts. <laughs> but there's just such good evidence of this. Hold so. on, okay, hold on. We need to backtrack that a little bit into Akatar then for that. Shout so, out to, like, this creator. So, for that, in any, like, Prithian history. This is by my favorite Reddit creator, uh, Emiego. Amiego? Like, Amiego has the best theories. Um, she I, also does TikTok. So. I think I just, like, for that, like, need some, like, background information. Is there any, like, historical, like, discussion? Like, High King? Yeah, of, like, of, of an overarching, like, High King and High Queen in Prithian. Yes. Like, was there a point when there were not the seven courts? Was that before? Yes. Okay. Well, so also, if I just Cassian say something to Reese, like, maybe you should be High King. And Reese doesn't want to. Right. <gasps> Reese adamantly but, says, yes. because, okay, okay so okay. we have the story now. that we get told in Silver Flames of High King Theon, who battled back the Daglan with Gwydion, which was forged and then dipped in the cauldron by High Priestess Oleana. He battled back the Daglan and became High King of Prithian um, before the Seven Courts existed. Theon was eventually betrayed by his queen and her and their general. Okay. And the star sword was lost. The queen oh. is Thea. The general, Pelias. They took the star sword and they went to Lunatheon through the portal. So that's who we're all dealing with here. So yes, there was Theon and Thea. This is literally so much. <laughs> okay, see. so we think in book three that Hunt and Bryce are going to assume their true identities. That's like that whole like main thing is that they're going to remember who they are. Yeah, or assume the identities. Yeah, because like I'm trying to remember how it happens in Sailor Moon. In Sailor Moon, it's kind of like they are the reincarnations, but they eventually get the memories back. Yeah, that it's like they are and they are because I'm also trying to think of like. Because you have the future, because then you have Mini Moon, mm-hmm. who she's from the future where mm-hmm. they still exist in Crystal Tokyo. So it's like I'm trying to piece this together in the sense of like they exist, but they don't exist because Sailor Moon is Sailor Moon. Like Usagi's Usagi. Mm-hmm. She's not. What's her face? Queen Serenity. Thank you. I could not. The name like mm-hmm. flew out of my head because um I also just like listen to the English versions, so I don't always know their Japanese original names no, because to me she To is... me she's Serena. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's Serena. That's how I always yeah. think of her. So I'm like, what's Damien? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's Serena <laughs> and Damien, but but I understand that like Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't even hardly find those versions anymore. You can yeah, no. version. For sure. Um but like they are those people, but they're also not. Especially because like the like the Moon Palace, the Moon Kingdom was so long ago, and um, Queen Serenity mm-hmm. put them like I don't know if it was like took their soul, took their essence, and like sent yeah. them to Earth. And Seven like, did she have all those different reincarnations? Like, what did she bo- like? Was she born and died, and born and died, and born mm-hmm. and died until they had this version of her? You know what I mean? I don't remember. Like, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, that's the only thing that I'm, like, lost on, mm-hmm. if that would be it or not. Because did they just float around until they got there? Well, I think that there could just be, like, magic right until the time it was right until there was 
such a time that all these things could converge to destroy mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. once and for all. For sure. Okay, that makes more so sense. So then the question is, where does Thur come in? Mm-hmm. Right? If Hunt, I'm not, if Hunt is the reincarnation of Thur, as has been alluded to, then where the fuck is Fion? Like, who is Fion then? Mm-hmm. Theory. Thur is Fion. So when Bryce is in the Crescent City Ballet, there is this freeze that she sees of um, Thur cre- forging uh, a sword mm-hmm. with a fucking hammer and some lightning and whatever. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, that looks just like Hunt. What was he making? What sword is that? Anybody think that it could possibly be Gwydion and the Star Sword that he was making? Maybe Fionn is Thur. And has mm-hmm. been this whole time. Everybody just knows these people by different names. So mm-hmm. that's kind of... And so then that brings in, okay, but didn't Thea betray Fionn? So then, like, Bryson Hunt, was she going to betray him? I don't think so. I think that we just don't know a lot about the whole story between Fionn and Thea and Polias. I think that it could... Start, we know that Polias is a really fucking shitty dude. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's totally possible that Thea was blamed for or for Fionn's murder. There's too many names. Mm-hmm. For Fionn's murder. And that she really didn't do it. And maybe Polias forced her to. Or maybe Polias had already kidnapped Helena. And, you know, somehow Fionn got killed during that. And so Thea had to go to Lunatheon with Polias to get Helena back. I'm going to be honest, I always thought it was that the novella was going to be a different, like, character. I didn't even remotely think about, like, Bryson Hunt going anywhere. I thought it was going to be, like, Silver Flames, how we have, it's the end oh, of I think Baron the House of Many Waters, uh, oh, you thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be just like that, like, where they're still, like, around. They're so just, it's, like, going to be, like, I don't even know whose story it would be, like, the River Queen's daughter, maybe, or something. Like, I never really even put much thought to where Bryce and Hunt were. I just figured they would get their happy ending and go live their lives. Kind of like yeah. Bryce and Farrah. Like, they're still involved, still around. They're just not their story anymore. But think about how much is going on in the Crescent City world. Do you really think that can be wrapped up in one 800-page book? Do you think that they can kill all seven Asteri, re-establish? Like, I don't know, especially because half the book is going to take place... In a right. whole other world. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I, I know. don't I just... think. Because think about Throne of Glass, right? It takes eight books mm-hmm. to reach the ultimate conclusion. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's totally like a logical theory. I just truly, my brain had never even considered it. Like, it took mm-hmm. Bryce and Hunt two books to get close to one Asteri. And even then, Bryce had to yeet herself through a portal to get away because she couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there's, I don't see how. Sarah can wrap up the entirety of Crescent City and Bryson Hunt's story. I mean, this all converges around Bryson Hunt, right? And their powers. Mm-hmm. Like, Bryce is, you know, I get that, like, she's the main character in the sense that Pharaoh was, too. But all this stuff is happening because of Bryce and her powers. So I just don't think that there's any logical way to For wrap to tie up. up nicely. Yeah, to no, tie sure. up into a neat little bow. Mm-hmm. Um. Bryce and Hunt's story and the Asteri. And we're only getting House of Many Waters, mm-hmm. which is a novella. Um, there's a lot of weird shit going on with Therian and the Viper Queen. Mm-hmm. I think that House of Many Waters could certainly be about that. But the bigger theories are that we are setting up for Ragnarok, which is going to be the catalyst for Twilight of the Gods. Mm-hmm. That's the overarching theory of how Twilight of the Gods is going to come in. Ragnarok 
famously, the precursor is a huge flood. How so many waters? Mm-hmm. Maybe. How so many waters is sort of mm-hmm. them dealing with mm-hmm. that. And how so many waters then is the transition, like how uh, Frost and Starlight mm-hmm. was the transition mm-hmm. between Recent Pharaoh's story and Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. How so many waters would then be the transition between Crescent City and Twilight of the Gods. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a pretty good theory. And of course, Ragnarok brings in a lot of extra stuff. We've got gods. Thur, who has been kind of set up also to be kind of a god type of a dude. Um, Lydia's also compared to Luna, which I didn't really realize. But people are saying that Lydia looks exactly like Luna. Like that's said in the book, and I could probably find the parts for that too eventually. So I think that we're kind of setting up for this like gods book. House of Many Waters is going to be our transition novel in between. Oh, um, this is a Kingdom of Ash spoiler. No, it's okay. That, it's okay. Um, do you know what happens in the end of Kingdom of Ash? I don't know. I don't know how much I've spoiled for myself, so I'm not sure. How much is this going to upset her? I don't know. It's like a big part. Just do it. The bandage. Okay. So at one point during Kingdom of Ash, Aelin unlocks a word gate. Mm-hmm. And falls through worlds. Oh, I knew that. Okay, that there's like fan art and all kinds of stuff. So okay, I knew, so you know that she's and like she sees Reese and Vera. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's <gasps> so if I if I knew anything, it was that. Okay. I just didn't know where or how okay. it happened, so but falls, I did know that. Yeah, she yeah, falls yeah. through worlds. She sees three worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, she sees Prithian. She sees Lunathion, and she sees a planet completely covered in water. <sighs> Oh. Is she falling through time as well as space? And she's seeing the future of what's going to happen to Crescent City, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. the flooding of the entire world. Again, like, I don't know how the flooding is going to happen, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if that's just going to, like, be how they can, like, eventually destroy the Asteria. I don't really know. Right. I guess I just, like, it, and maybe I was too simple in my, like, theories of what mm-hmm. was going on. But, I mean, we... From Aelin's fall, because she sees Pharaoh very pregnant, mm-hmm. we can assume that these are all happening at relatively similar timelines. Like, you know, give or take a few months or whatever. Correct. But then we also can go back to in Silver Flames, when Gwen is telling Nesta about Meryl, the high priestess's mm-hmm. work. She talks about Meryl's theory that all of these worlds are existing on top of each other and only separated by time. And I totally get that, like, we've kind of decided that um, Crescent City and um, Kingdom of Ash and Silver Flames are all kind of happening on on the same timeline. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there's the whole thing about string theory and the theory of relativity, and that's kind of how Sarah is setting it up because 26 strings on the harp, Mm -hmm. then the theory of relativity uh, or string theory has the 26 strings. So I think that there's totally a chance that, yes, Aelin... Aelin was falling through time and space mm-hmm. at the same time. And so that's how she's kind of seeing Crescent City as exist at the time, Prithian as exist at the time, and then also the future. Of something. You just don't know what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just assumed potentially that it is Lunathian. Yeah. Okay. Could be something else, I guess, that's like gets mm-hmm. flooded and covered in water. Um, oh, this would also explain why the royal bloodline dies with Rune. As we all remember, that's what the Oracle said to Rune, the royal bloodline mm-hmm. shall die with you, Prince. Um, 
That's why the royal bloodline dies. There's no royal house left because the world is destroyed. Um, and I think with that, mm. that it would be Theon Thur, Bryson Hunt, leading everybody into Prithian. Whether or not that's a good idea, I don't know. Um, but they have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they could also possibly go to Aurelia. They could go, some people get shuffled Could they into. go to a new place? Like, is there they any potential like it's a too. brand new place? I think that they could maybe go to a new place, but I think that there's just so much that has to do with Bryce and the Dusk Court. Oh, yes. And... I forgot even about you, the desk. Even God if damn. you don't agree with like Bryce being Thea, I totally get it. Bryce obviously is related to Thea, has a huge connection to mm-hmm. Thea. She's set up as the starborn heir. Mm-hmm. I think the heir of the Dusk Court. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people can kind of agree with that one at least. Mm-hmm. The Dusk Court is her home. She glows for people who are from Prithian, glows for the Avalanfei who are kind of more closely tied with Prithian. So I think that that's probably where Bryce would go is to Prithian and to the Dusk Court. I think it would certainly be a little bit weird to have these outsiders come in and now they're High King and Queen. Mm -hmm. But if they truly are the reincarnations and they get some of those memories back, then it makes a little bit more sense, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, I think that's pretty good. And then you could still have Akatar be somewhat standalone, at least for Akatar Book 6. So I saw this really great theory, and I don't remember exactly where I saw this one, that the next book obviously is going to be Elaine's book, and it's going to kind of be, it's all in Elaine's POV, and it takes place a little bit before Bryce gets there, and then it's while Bryce is there, right? So the the Akatar readers have some context of like, who the fuck is Bryce? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that's like a pretty good way for Sarah to kind of keep the series separate. And then explain stuff as Elaine is learning. And then Elaine will probably have her own like storyline as well. Oh, I saw this one that Elaine basically pulls an Avengers Endgame. Um, so there was this theory that everybody, everybody, Reese, Farah, everybody dies in the end of Crescent City 3. Okay, hear me out. It's not terrible. Then we get to Elaine's book. Elaine sees all of this happen. <gasps> <laughs> Oh, Elaine oh. sees all of this happen and Elaine is the one to use the harp or go back in time whatever bro I forgot that she save, was a fucking seer and saves everybody oh my and God. that's what Elaine's book is about she goes back in time again because then we're still getting the whole everybody dies at the end of Crescent City Elaine goes back in time in her book and saves everybody now we've got Twilight of the Gods Akatar still continues if Sarah's truly trying to pull an Avengers Endgame, that would be a great way to do it, I think. Yeah. Maggie is speechless. So she saves him on the Akatar side, leading, leaving remaining Bryson Hunt. So then that leads Bryson Hunt's story into Twilight of the Gods. Oh, this was just like a silly thing I threw out. I was like, I don't know. Elaine saves the day in the magic of Prithian gives her the spring court as a thank you. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, that's a separate Akatar theory of mine mm-hmm. that Elaine is going to rule the spring court. But that's like a separate thing. Oh, the book also mentioned that this ties in really well with some of the themes in Akatar. The three sisters have to conquer their three mountains. Right. So we learn about the three sister peaks. We've got Remiel. We've got under the under the mountain mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we've got the prison island mm-hmm. is the third sister peak. Elaine's got to conquer that third sister peak somehow. What better way than saving fucking everybody and bringing back the dust court? 
Yeah. That one's got some merit. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I know. I feel Do like everybody's like these... speechless because I'm like, am I just being totally unhinged and crazy? Or you... You are being unhinged yes. and crazy, but in the best way, because there are people, like, as we sort of, you know, discussed previously, there are people who just read this very surface level for just pure enjoyment, just yeah. and then there are people who, like, go just, like, balls to the wall and really get down and nitty-gritty with it, because this is, like, this type of thing is what makes me think of when people still to this day are, like, theorizing about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's so many rabbit holes you can go There's down. Like There's so, so many deep, so, so deep. And it's like all these different things where it's like, is any of this, and I'm not suggesting that any of this is, but it always like, I think this way of like, is any of this coincidental? When someone goes through and they're like, oh, in Harry Potter, she said X, Y, Z. And that's because in whatever like real world mm-hmm. thing, that's this. And that means this. And then X, Y, this and like yeah. goes like all this. And I'm like, oh. How do you people find this? I was mm-hmm. like, did they really do all this research? Or people did it do. just like, well, the author, I mean, I was like, did, oh, right. did J.K. Rowling really do that? Did she really set it up that way? Or did someone, is someone like sort of stretching and like making it do this? And like, that's why it's like so wild for some of these theories, mm-hmm. especially as a book is coming out and mm-hmm. an author is writing these things. And like, obviously in their brain, there's the big major plot points that they already know and some mm-hmm. of the little things get filled in as they're writing because you hear authors discuss, I think um, when, I think it was a W Magazine that has like a new book club and it was, they met with Rebecca Yaros and they were oh. asking her different questions and, you know, she, she was saying that as you're writing a character, I think that I maybe want it to go this way, but as I'm writing a character, as a story is developing, like way. it'll go a different way or I wasn't originally planning on killing this character, but at the end of it, it just made sense for this person to die that like yeah. things things shift and they evolve like as an author is writing and it's mm-hmm. just god like some of this stuff like is just it's, so crazy yeah that it could even potentially connect and even if it's like partially true mm-hmm. for some of this stuff is still wild but again so many details like i didn't even think about elaine being a seer, a seer. yeah mm-hmm. but like it because it's such a minute it's like the same thing as like we were kind of talking about it's the same thing in crescent city with danica's line that there is this other third alpha wolf mm-hmm. that is like off to the side here that sort of it's like offhandedly mentioned that it's mm-hmm. clearly going to be important but it's so mm-hmm. under the table and sly that it's brought in there that you're not even yeah. you don't even register it, it. Being and important. like it's the same thing with elaine that like elaine is such like a third-rate character at mm-hmm. this point in time yeah that like you're not even thinking about her, her seer stuff especially for the fact that it took them so long to fucking figure out that she was even a seer to she begin with said, so she said a lot of weird stuff and i think one thing that I think still trips up a lot of people and certainly still trips me up is when Cassie's like, oh, it'll take a lot more than that to kill me. Elaine says, no, I won't. Like, Elaine, what? And so maybe she's mm-hmm. seeing that they're all going to fucking die. And she's going to have so to be the one crazy. to figure out how to save them. And that would, I think that would be such a cool storyline for Elaine. You know, she'd been sidelined for so long as a boring character. For, so for Sarah to do something like that for Elaine. Yeah. I think would make a lot of sense. It would give us something really cool um this is sort of related to my whole theory about Fionn also being Thur and then by extension Hunt so we kind of get that weird scene between Adis and Jessica 
where they're talking about Hunstad, you knew the male best, whatever, whatever. Um, so it's like, okay, well then who is Jessica? How does she know Hunstad? Who is Hunstad? Well, if he's related to Thur slash Fionn somehow, um, I don't know. This just sort of leads me into who is Jessica? Um, I think I knew we'd get her eventually. Jessica is is High Priestess Oleana. She's the one who dipped the star sword in the cauldron. Let me see it. There's there's a whole theory about this. Okay. Just for the witch. Similar to it, and she protects the book, similar to what the priestess, the priestesses do in Akatar. Mm-hmm. Um, she seems to know Adis very well. Oh, she just it's just heavily hinted out by her that she knows a lot about Thea, knew Thea pretty well based on the fact that she's like, oh, you know, her light is the same. Bryce's light is the same. And I thought that that light was extinguished. So I don't mean to jump ahead, but just like on Jespa, because I had saw a theory floating Mm -hmm. around on Bookstagram. I don't know who originally had thought of this theory. I'm not even sure which account I had originally Mm -hmm. saw it from, but talking about um, Jessica because she's a witch, that she is a fae and a vulg. Mm-hmm. Mix like that's how we get a the witch. witches. Mm-hmm. So, are we assuming that the Volg are from hell? Because I've also seen a theory that the three kings or like the princes that they're discussing inside Throne of Glass mm-hmm. are the seven princes that are discussed inside Crescent City. I think that could, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a separate theory. Oh, okay. But that's not... like so that's totally different from this one. I think that's like. totally okay. different. I. In my mind, High Priestess Oleana slash Jessica came strictly from Prithian. But I don't hate the theory that the Volg are actually demons and their home world is hell. A lot of the stuff kind of on the Twilight of the Gods series, people are thinking that we're going to get a lot of these people coming together. So we're going to get those remaining Volg princes mm. somehow maybe banding against the Asteri. Like, are the Asteri the big bad in the universe? Because mm-hmm. um, we've still got two of the... Oh, wait. It's okay. <laughs> Never mind. It's okay. Say <laughs> we still got two. <laughs> we still got two of the Bob Kings running around. Well, I sort of... I can for. assume that they kill one of them. Yeah. yeah. They, we've got two that are running around unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. Don't know where they are. Don't know what they're doing. Could totally come back in somehow. But yeah, I think because in Crescent City, are there any like demon kings that are mentioned? Like I only ever remember well, them talking have... about the seven demon princes. Right, we have the, the princes. princes. But who's their papa? Who, who's their king? You who's know, their papa. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. princes come from kings. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> no, I think that okay. that's yeah. Okay, so then this is also like then in this in my scenario, Hunt's father is not actually like Thur Hump was just like bread and they either got like some DNA or some shit and that's kind of what Jessica is referring to yeah so I mean it's not actually like Hunt's dad mm-hmm. well and like another you know talking about the fog mm-hmm. we know Maeve can walk through worlds like we've seen it mm-hmm. so like clearly before before we had Bryce who could open portals because she is the horn mm-hmm. we had Maeve do it then we had Aelin do it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been these, like, kind of consistencies. And granted, like, Maeve's is a little bit different. Like, or Aelin's a little bit different than how Maeve does it. Like, Maeve mm-hmm. literally goes because she's bored. And she's like, yeah, she, like, opens the portal, on. yeah. And Aelin, yeah, she wants to be uncontested. She just, yeah. like, wants yeah. to be queen bitch. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Or, like, while well, you haven't seen Aelin do it yet, 
hers is done in a very different way than Maeve's is mm-hmm. done. Like where it's clearly like a power differential. And we think of Aelin being super powerful. Like we know her limit is damn near bottomless. Mm-hmm. But it almost kills her to do it. Yeah. So like it's a very different way. Whereas like Bryce can open them just because she has this magical artifact that is now a part of her. But she also, Bryce doesn't have enough power. I think every single time she's needed to be powered up in order to have enough Mm -hmm. power to open Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. gate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so- Because she can't even, because also, this also really tripped me up because I thought it was really great because when they winnow, that that's what they're doing Mm -hmm. inside Crescent City and it's only- some of them can do it because they just don't have enough magic mm-hmm. and that she like can't figure out how to winnow and that the only way that she can actually even do it is, is if she's like charged, charged up. up. Well, I wonder too, like, so now Bryce is in Prithian, a way more magical world. Mm-hmm. How much will her power grow with more yeah. access? Like, oh. would Bryce be able to winnow like far more easily? Like, you know, Cormac can do it, mm-hmm. but we don't really know his struggle with Could it. Could do it. <gasps> is he not dead? Well, I... I don't know. I can't. I, I oh, question. Wait, there, you wouldn't know. That's the books. I know. The way you looked at me, though, I was like, wait a minute. But she wrote like, them. Like, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I think that maybe. Maybe he comes back. I don't know. Maybe that's just like hope. Yeah. I oh. there's like, like I did like Cormac. But too. like where he has a way easier time. Mm-hmm. So like how much more powerful is he than Bryce? Or is it experience? Or when Bryce is in Prithian, is she just going to have, like, a whole bunch more magic to access? Or, like, is her power going to grow exponentially in this magical, like, this far more magical world? Mm-hmm. Mm. And we won't really know. Well, we will soon. But speaking of winnowing, have you listened to Akatar and the noise in the graphic audios for when no, they winnow? I have not listened to any graphic audios. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it is like... Do-do-do-do-do. I thought that was the one that was like kind of a fart sound. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, hold on. <laughs> While she's looking that up, they got another one. Oh, there's like lots of fairies that Nesta will be the one to charge Bryce up, which I think is pretty good. Um, Nesta? Nesta? Yeah, Nesta's got that eight pointed star tattoo on her back. So I definitely think that there's something there with the eight pointed star. Also, I saw something. I don't remember exactly what it is, but how do we think the bone carver and... Oh, hold on. <laughs> okay, hold on. What's your choice? Like, I feel like it could have not had a sound because I feel like it would have... No, it could have been, been, been leaves sh- rustling or... Yeah. Yeah. Like it, to me, it's silent. Mm-hmm, exactly. They are stepping through time and space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, yeah, there's no reason for that, like, stupid sound. Um, what's the cottage crazy? The, bu- the weaver? Oh, the weaver. Oh, the weaver, mm-hmm. yes, because there was the bone carver, there's the weaver, and then the third one, which was the guy that was down at the very bottom of the library. Mm-hmm, but their actual other sibling, sibling is, is Kostre. Dead. No. Oh. It's Kostre, girl. Oh. Who did you say? I said, is dead? <laughs> <laughs> no, the weaver, the bone carver, and Kostre are siblings. Abraxas is just kind of there. Who is Kostre? From Silver Flames. From Silver we Flames. don't really. He hasn't really been the villain yet. He's what been, is happening? He oh, traps. He traps Vasa. Guy on the other side. Yeah. Yes. Who's on the other? Continent. We just hear about him. He's like yes, a yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, okay. 
I see again some of these names. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, there's so many names in all well, these I'm books. Well, I'm gonna be honest. Dear when you said Roxas, I was thinking like Manon's. No, I know his, his. I can't think of. I'm pretty sure the name is like very similar because Abraxos is the name of okay, Manon's. Okay, Abraxos is the wyvern. It's right. Briaxis. Briaxis. <laughs> oh, Briaxis. Yeah. Shit, we got that really wrong. Well, because. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. The first time I heard it, because I haven't read mm-hmm. Akatar in quite some time, I thought they were the same. That'd be crazy. Because some of these names are very you know, similar. Be the same. Have you ever looked at a map of Aurelia? I have tried, and I get confused every time. Have you seen the Rune Mountains? No. It's spelled like Rune, but with a second M. No clue she did that on purpose. Maybe she just liked the name. I think she just liked the name. I don't really think that she like did that on purpose because the Rune Mountains like don't have a ton of significance. I don't No, they don't really have any significance in Throne of Glass. It's just a weird coincidence, Thank I think. God. Things just Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Anyways, um, continue. I wanna talk about we can be done with that theory for now. Uh, those various theories. I mean, they're mm-hmm. all several. Um, this is my favorite one, and I think it's the one Brie doesn't agree with. Maggie maybe agrees. That Lauren Donnell, Rune's mother, is Reese's oh. sister. We yes have we have discussed we have, this. We have yes. talked about this, and yes. I think this is a very popular one. That there are many things that are out there. So, mm-hmm. how do you think this comes to be, Lauren? Okay, so it doesn't really. There's a lot of loose ends with this theory. There's for a lot sure. of yeah. Essentially, Tamlin. Right, so we know that it was, like, Tamlin and his family that killed Reese's sister and mom. So this one, I believe this is also an Emiego one. So two things that we know about Tamlin. He hated his entire family because they were assholes. He was really good friends with Reese. Mm-hmm. So why would he kill Reese's mom and sister? And maybe it was just that he couldn't stop them in time. But I think that maybe what happened is Tamlin knew what his dad and brothers were about to do. And he did something to stop it. Tamlin has the shape-shifting abilities. Tamlin can transform other people to look like other things and can transform people to look like other people and that shape-shifting survives their death. So I think it's entirely possible that Tamlin either saved both Reese's mom and his sister or maybe just the sister. Maybe he didn't have time for both. He saved at least the sister, transformed another body or another person to look like her that's the severed head we saw floating down the river those are the wings that were in tamlin's dad's study and what tamlin did was he tried to save reese's sister and he somehow got her to a portal could have been ramiel could have also been those starlight pools in um the spring court just like don't really make any sense but they swim in them like yeah they don't make sense but like they're should they like Farah goes in it? Yeah, no, I know. Well, like, Ramiel, they touch stuff all the time, but like that is a type of a portal. No, right? Because Ramiel, sure. as soon as they touch it, it transports them somewhere else. It is a type of portal. But right. also, like, it's hard because it's like a sacred mountain. Like, would Tamlin have even known that that's a portal up there? Because I don't know. Because he's not a Lyrian, he wouldn't have come. I think that it may have happened by complete accident. I don't think he meant to push her through a portal, mm-hmm. but I think it's possible that somehow she was pushed through a portal. Into the Crescent City world. And see, I agree with everything up until that point. Oh, they were also, sorry, this theory also mm-hmm. talks about how they were, they were headed to the Illyrian war camps, which if you look at the map is really close to the prison island. Mm-hmm. So it's possible there's a gate 
there. In Prison Island, which makes yeah, a lot of sense. That one makes more sense. That one makes that more sense. Sorry about that. Say. That That's one makes okay. a lot more sense. So he maybe took her over there. Again, maybe didn't intentionally But do see, anything. the only thing, the only hiccup, like major hiccup I have with that theory is, yes, in Prithian, in mm-hmm. that world, it's been a couple hundred years since that's happened. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe assume that it's been a couple hundred years on Crescent City, yeah. Yeah, on Lunathian. But why would she not remember? It's that, not that she doesn't remember. But maybe, yeah, maybe she, she was just young. so traumatized. She was young when this happened. Like, we don't know exactly how old Reese's sister was, but we know she was young when this happened. She gets pushed into this other world. Absolutely no way to get back home to her family. Doesn't know where she is. Doesn't know where she is. Potentially just watched her mom get fucking murdered. She winds up, I think, in Avalon. I think that if she went through the Dusk, I think that there is going to be some sort of a gate that connects Dusk Court to Avalon specifically, and there's, like, more theories on that. She winds up in Avalon. She's young. She's traumatized. She can't get back. It's not that she doesn't remember. It's that she was brainwashed a little bit. Brainwashed is a strong word. She assimilated to a volun culture when she realized there's no way to go back home. Also a volun is very dated. Like it's super to- dated, is very misogynistic. Women don't really have a lot of rights. And that's what she grew up around. She was from Illyrian like she was an Illyrian girl. Hmm. Yeah. So like But I think yeah, what's she gonna what is she supposed to do? No, I don't know. I just like make a huge stink, make a huge a huge fuss of like take I'm me from back. another world. Take me back. It's like Nobody knows where you're No, no, no. I don't even think that. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I just have, like, a hard time wrapping my head around that even if they can't get back, that, like, it would never have been discussed. There would have never been anything, like. It was discussed, I think. Okay. What does the Autumn King have in his office? I don't know. The Ori. The map? Like, we have the Reese has of the world. So he obviously Why, knows a little something. He knows something. Why does he know that? Because, because his fucking wife or his baby okay. mama. His, yeah, he was connected to her. She maybe let something slip and he goes, oh, what? What? Or maybe when she about? like when they first got together. Yeah. She was like, yo, I'm really not from here. And he's like, where are you she from, talked about girl? her home world. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm from here. And he's maybe the fr- I mean, she's, you got to admit, she's weird. Also, the fact that there was a huge bonus chapter sort of dedicated to her. She's important. Sarah does those bonus chapter little Easter eggs. She does those bonus chapter Easter eggs. Those bonus mm. chapters are meant to kind of give you a taste of what's coming next. So I definitely mm. think... That she is sketchy. She's weird. And why is she so weird in a verse of technology? Oh, because she's from Prithian. Where they, where they don't nothing. have technology. And why is she mm-hmm. so weird? She's from Prithian. An entirely different world that she's now had to just grow up in this culture. As for why she and the Autumn King were like selected for breeding. Because she was selected to breed with him. Mm-hmm. And so but that she question, probably has like, a, you know, if they're looking for like high magic, who's going to have like a I high was, magic reading? Someone who just came from the that's what i was about to say that's why she was made into the autumn king he was like okay well i need you know to because then like rune doesn't have that much well but that's right he's also no like yeah like he he doesn't have that much right he's a decent amount amount more than a lot of other people but yeah it's not it's not like a ton i think that that could change if he does go to prithian i think that when they all kind of get to prithian i do think that some of their magic will kind of amplify just Mm -hmm. because they're surrounded by magic I don't 
know. I really like that one. I think that Sarah would love to have that moment of Reese reconnecting with his sister. Or even Cassian. Has or real even like Cassian. other people who grew up with her. Like, yeah. I think that would be so I think that, that homecoming moment. Also, I just think it's so crazy that Reese and Rune would look that similar. The exact same to where Bryce, Rune's sister, would not be able to tell the difference immediately. She mistakenly is like mm-hmm. Rune? You know? I think that if they were that distantly related, because there's a whole theory, obviously, that they're kind of all descended from Thea. Um, so there's obviously the two daughters, there's Helena, and then there's the unnamed daughter. Theory is that Helena went to Lenatheon, unnamed daughter, came back. She went to and then came back through and she sealed the portals behind her. And that's why the harp and some of the other trove items are in Prithian and not over in the Nathion. Um, and so then the theory goes, the unnamed daughter is kind of the start of Reese's line and Helena is the start of Rune's line. Um, I think if they were that distantly related though, how would they look the exact same? That's almost like if you look at like the family tree for Throne of Glass, if you like where yeah. technically Rowan and Aelin are like distant, distant, distant cousins. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. distant, distant, distant cousins. To where it's like, how they don't look alike. There's no similarities. I just think it's so crazy that to think that these two people would look the exact same if they're that distantly related, that they're that they both just come from Thea and that's why they look similar. But I feel like they look Lauren similar has, because they have the dark hair and the same eyes, which I feel like is something that can but be But they don't look similar. Like they look the same. But I don't I don't look at her saying where she thinks that they look the same because they look the same. I think she's she looks up and she sees him where Rune's features in the sense of his hair and his eye color are so distinct that she sees his purple eyes and goes, Rune? Because nobody else in Lunathian has purple eyes. Besides except- Lauren Donald. Well, yes, but I'm saying like besides yeah. like them. And like you can say that within like a certain family line that they have very distinct features because sure. in the ash river line in mm-hmm. um they have that that's how you know that they are that they have yeah. those eyes and is very distinct turquoise with the gold rim mm-hmm. so i feel like maybe but also maybe not that somewhere mm-hmm. along the line like their blood is maybe connected mm-hmm. and it may not necessarily be or like the sister lineage. yeah that it's just they are like that's just another factor of like showing that they came from prithian they would like they're he's from the night court mm-hmm. maybe and like Obviously, Bryce is more, like, Autumn Court-esque because she's got the red hair. And, like, I'm assuming she has the same red-colored hair that, uh... Lucian. There you go. Lucian has. Which Lucian is... (laughs) Fitty-fitty. Yeah, yeah, he ain't fool. Yeah. (laughs) But, I don't know. I, I am, like, not, like, fully convinced on that one. Like, I can definitely see... The merits. Like, I could see how it could be there, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just... Because I... And off just off the top of my head, I can. How do? Where do we learn that Tamlin can shapeshift other things? Uh, that's from Akatar, like the first book. I just don't remember um, that. He shapeshifts his guards into these beasts and sends them into the world, hoping that a fucking human's gonna kill them. And then also, uh, the whole, the, kills all of them skins are... him, and that yeah, that yeah, yeah. stays as a beast. Oh, that's true. I forgot he stays. Yeah, yeah. After mm. she skins him and like takes his pelt, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't ever revert back to yeah. Faye. He just dies like that. Huh. Didn't make that connection. Well, and we do know, or we can... 
I don't even know what the right, like, hope or, like, seeing Tamlin yeah. having a redemption oh, arc. Yeah. What better way than to find out that the thing that Reese hated him for didn't mm-hmm. fucking happen. Didn't happen. And obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Tamlin didn't tell Reese because what's he supposed to say? Yes, I did save your sister. I don't know where she went. Um, I can't get her back. Like, how is that any better? That's not better. But do we also think, or do we maybe think, that Reese, because doesn't Reese also have the map thing? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So do we think that Reese knows of other things of, like, the world? So, like, he sees Aelin. He saw Aelin. Oh, yes. So, like, in, like, yeah. he knows of Bryce, or, like, he says he can speak her language because they speak it's a different older, language. Like, the, the old language. Old fat, yeah. yeah, the old mm-hmm. language. So, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like. There's a lot to There's so much. Mm-hmm. No, we could honestly talk about Crescent City. Like, now we're at an hour and a half. We could mm-hmm. probably talk about it for another hour. Oh, I've got, yeah, sure. I've got even more, but we can just skip. I mean, do you have, like, what are, like, some other, like, really big ones? Maybe yeah. you've got, we got a couple more. There oh, was... here, let's talk about Reese's last name. Okay, good. That was, like, the one I was hoping Let's talk about Reese's last name. That's a fun one. Reese's last name. It's a silly one. Is it ever discussed in Agatar that Reese has a last name? Yes. Yes. Okay. And it's a silly one, as mentioned by Farah. Um, it's in the bonus chapter. Again, these bonus chapters. They have what are bonus brief. chapters? Breathe, Brianna. Have you not read any of Silver Flames bonus chapters? Have you not read any of the bonus chapters? No. Brianna. Oh my god. No wonder she wasn't understanding the importance of these things. All of her <laughs> bonus chapters are like clues to the next books. No. There's a bonus chapter. Am I even a fan? There's a Have Reese- I ever read these books? Do I even know what's going on? There's a uh, Reese going Farrah on? bonus chapter. Which is when you hear... Did I? Explain to me, because maybe I did. Okay, I'm so, so confused. There's I need to get that. The Reese and Farrah bonus chapter, if you wanna, it's from Reese's point of view. I don't think you have. It's not in that one, is it? Probably not. Probably not. That if it's not in there, that I didn't read it. Okay. Uh, in my special, my Barnes & Noble special edition, I have... Is it the Reese and Farrah bonus chapter? I don't know, but that's the one I was going to talk about first. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. So, in this one, it's Reese's point of view. So, he talks, this is, like, where the clue into the alien thing is, like, dead set, which is, like, he literally sees something that is red falling through the sky, and he puts out a blast of his magic to slow its descent, and Aelin talks about that when mm-hmm. she falls through worlds and how she wouldn't have been able to get back to Rowan. If she hadn't been slowed down, she was going mm-hmm. too fast. So Reese knows that there's like interdimensional travel mm-hmm. because of that. And so he, helped Aelin, yeah. he like helps Aelin return back to Rowan. But there's this recent mm-hmm. Farrah bonus chapter where they're talking about baby names. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't think that's the Silver Flames one. I think that is from a different book. Recent Farrah baby. baby yeah. Because why would they be talking about baby names after they have their kid? It's a flashback bonus chapter. Oh. It's a flashback bonus chapter when Farrah's still Anyways. Um, Farrah's talking to Reese, like, hey, any ideas on baby names? Don't do something ridiculous. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do something ridiculous. Something like that. And she goes, but your last name. And he goes, we're not going to talk about my last name. And then that's sort of like the end of it. I don't know, Maggie, pull it up. Okay. Um, but in the, basically, the content of the bonus chapter implies that it's something silly. And it's something dumb. Because Farrah's like laughing at it. Okay, so... Making fun of Reese for his last name. And he's like, we're not going to talk about my last name. Accord, there's a Nessian chapter from Accord and Mist and Fury, where it... So if you had gotten read that one before, like... If before you had read Silver it, Flames. You would see their interaction. So you know that they're, like, the two of them having a relationship or a dynamic, at least, between Who? the two of them. Nesta Nessian. and Cassian. Yeah. 
Oh, it's I like the, feel like I knew that anyways. Because right, yes, in the book. Chapter, it's like them interacting as she's still a human. He goes to their dad's house and mm-hmm. she hears his like wings and she's like super annoyed about it. And so like, it's like whatever. Inter- I don't remember everything that happened between them. I don't remember the whole interaction, but essentially they have an interaction in a bonus chapter to um, Wings and Ruin. And that clues you in that oh, they might be mates and there might be a book about them. And then there's an Asriel bonus chapter where... Asriel, Gwen, and Elaine bonus chapter, which is where everybody's getting the whole Asriel and Elaine theories from. A.K.A. me, I am people. I'm a Gwen real girl. I'm going to find Where have I been? Um, And then... I feel duped. Why is no one talking about this? I feel like I have legitimately, I've seen these things. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen, obviously, fan art, all these discussions of like Asriel and Elaine together. And I just thought it was purely from their dynamic mm-hmm. in the book itself. Mm-hmm. I did not know that there was like uh, exclusive content with like all these other things mm-hmm. in bonus chapters. I did not know this. Mm-hmm. Why is this not talked about more? Is this talked about more? I truly had no idea. I don't know, girl, because there's also Throne of Glass bonus chapters. No. Mm-hmm. Never my life. No, because <laughs> it's the audiobooks. And like I the, know. the only one that's ever done anything extra in the audiobook was um, Queen of Shadow did a bonus chapter of Empire of Storms. So I've got a bone to pick with somebody. Yeah. I'm upset. Okay, so this one is the baby name chapter. Right, okay. So maybe read that interaction. I'm looking for it. This one is Farah and Reese. He says, I brushed my my hand through Reese's silken hair. Do you have any names in mind? Reese grinned. Oh, yes. I don't have... I don't trust that grin for one moment. Why? He pulled out of me with a wave of his magic as we both cleaned. I stifled the rising hunger in me at the sight of him, tucking himself back into his pants. I'd never name him anything ridiculous. I don't believe you. I tapped his nose. Your family name. Let's not talk about my family name, he said, nipping my fingertips. I laughed. Fine, but his eyes dimmed. What about naming him for your father? My heart strained. You'd be all right with that. Of course I would. And so that's sort of the thing, right? So Farrah implies that Reese's last name is silly. So then that, they like come up with the name Nix. Like, what about Nix? I blinked Nix. Reese pointed to one of the walls in the books of the study. Although a leather-bound tomb floated towards his open fingers, he wordlessly flipped to a page and passed it to me. I scanned the text inside, an ancient night goddess. So. So that's, if you had read that one, you wouldn't have their name before. So I think that there's certainly going to be... It's got to be something stupid and silly. And it's also, Sarah's been hiding it for so long that it's also going to be something important. So I think it's Starborn. I think that Reese is probably the descendant of Thea's unnamed daughter um, who had the Starborn powers. And I think that Starborn is both a description of the powers, but also acts as a title that is used. Which became their last a surname name. or a last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's Starborn. A lot of people think that it's going to be Donald, um, Cormac oh. Donald, Lauren Donald, that sort of thing. I disagree. I think that it's Starborn. I think that he's Resan Starborn, which would be super silly 
for the High Lord of the Night Court to have as a name. The most powerful. The most powerful High Lord in history would be Sans Starborn. And I think that that's going to become, I think that obviously that would come into play when the Bryce is like, oh, I have the Starborn gifts. And Bryce is like, the what gifts? And she goes, the Starborn? And he's like, but I am Starborn. And she's like, well, I am also a Starborn. I'm Starborn. Huh. I think it could be a really good moment. Um, I also actually have a question really quick. Yeah. Uh, at the end of Crescent City, who is the person who is speaking to Bryce from Prithian? Is it Elaine? I thought it So Reese can speak the old language. And so can Amryn. Oh, it's Amryn. It's Amryn. Okay. I could not... Couldn't figure it out. I just like, the, yeah, because like, they're, they're having like these kind of like weird descriptions of these people. Oh, yeah, because she's seen them for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's the girl with the tattoos over her, and I was like, well, obviously that's Vera. And, yeah. Like, I just could not. Yeah, it's discern who Amarin can also speak the language. It's recent Amarin. And then I saw a theory that said that Amarin is an angel. So Sarah has said that Amarin's description or Amarin was based on Old Testament angels. That's where people are getting that from. I don't think that. She's an angel in the sense of, like, she's Malachim, um, like, you know, the archangels and whatever. I think that she maybe is an angel in the sense that she was, like, based off of Old Testament angels. Um, there's lots of theories about Amor being a Asteri. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I don't really know, because like, we don't really see her feeding off the magic in the land. Like, she drinks blood, but... She doesn't like feed off the magic, so I don't really know. But the Asteri do have to be bound in like a somewhat human form that's not how they're like born. They bind themselves in those forms and make them look make themselves look that way. Um, but I don't think I don't know, I don't really think that Amber is like an Asteri, but maybe she is. Could be. So to wrap this up, book three is the end of Bryce and Hunt. And Hunt. Yeah. Well, the end of their story. Yes, yes, yes. Whether or not that's because they somehow live happily ever after, or they die, or they become someone else. Sarah said she doesn't like she likes a happy ending. I feel like it's gonna be a happy ending. I mean, yeah, but Twilight of the Gods. That doesn't mean they if have it to morphs die. into Twilight of the Gods. No, but I mean, if the whole like they die and then Elaine pulls a Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah. Does that whole shit? That would be the coolest thing. That would be the coolest thing to happen in a book. I know that would be it. If she could pull it off in 800 pages. Well, I guess it's over two books then because it would be. It would be over two books. Yeah, but can you imagine the true gut-wrenching horror you will feel from January 30th until until Akatar 6 comes out? Yeah. Which that there's like no, no date. There's no nothing. There's like not even a title or anything released for that, right? Mm-hmm. But um, and like I'm not gonna get into the spoiler, but think about the timing between the end of Empire of Storms and I Kingdom know. of Ash. If you had had to read those and wait for that, I know. Yeah, huh? the cliffhanger. There's a cliffhanger at the end of Empire of Storms, and you have to go through all of Tower of and Dawn, you have to go and then of Kingdom Dawn, of Ash, and then figure. Out, yes. So it's a huge. Like, like if you were waiting, so Sarah is no stranger yeah. to doing something like that. Yeah, but, doing something crazy at the end of a book and then making her audience wait. For like three years. She's not afraid to do it. She's done it before. Good. I know. This is like the worst part about reading books as they come out. I know. I hate it. Yeah. I remember I had a family friend who was reading the Harry Potter books as they were coming out. And I remember we were on a family trip 
Mm-hmm. And we had to stop at a Walmart the day that number seven came out. Yes, I would have also needed to stop mm-hmm. at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm taking off work on the day Crescent City 3 comes On out. January 30th? Yep, I'm Perfect. taking the day off of work. Um, I don't know if I'm going to read it at midnight when I get the book on my Kindle. 10 p.m. At 10 p.m. I was literally going to say, I said 10 I p.m., baby. I might. Um, what did I get at 10 p.m.? Oh, oh it was Iron It was Iron Flame. flame. That I, I bought it uh, at 10 o'clock that I, like, went on. I was like, oh, huh. It comes out, I wonder, and it, like, came up, and it let me get it. And I started reading it, and then I got up the next morning at 9 o'clock and drove to Barnes & Noble and got and a copy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Justin was like, you're telling me you're getting up to go get the book that you just bought last night? Yes. That you've already you've started reading? And I said, absolutely, I am. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I need two copies. I'm, I have two copies. And it has, it's sitting over there untouched because why would I touch it? When mm-hmm. I have the Kindle version. I will be, I have already pre-ordered two copies of Crescent City 3. I have the Books a Million exclusive edition with that bonus chapter. Everybody else is supposed to get their bonus chapters. Remember, you're supposed to get Barnes & Noble. I just. Um, It's sold out now, so now you can't. I did, Well, I, I'll just go get it. You'll have to go like. On release date. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I'll just go when the store opens and I'm go get it. I'm getting my best. I know. You're going to go to Target on the day mm-hmm. it opens. Oh, I guess I could do that. Target is closer. No, no, no. You have to get the Barnes & Noble version. Oh, so we all have different versions? Yeah. Yeah. So I tried to order the Target one, and it was sold out. So Maggie has to get Target. Oh you have to get Barnes & Noble. I have books a million. My friend Casey has Walmart, and then my other friend Devin. They all have different content? There's five mm-hmm. bonus chapters. So I've gotten a group of five people. To all what buy. is happening? Who do these authors think they are? Do they think we're made of money? I know. No, I know that. No, this one's really, really bad. Like, I cannot <sighs> believe that she did five separate bonus chapters all hidden behind like a paywall. It's insane. Her publisher is getting greedy. No, Bloomsbury got very greedy. You know, and they'll all be posted online eventually. But I've gotten together this group of five people, you two included. You know what you have. But to we do. messed up a little bit, Baron. Yes, you did. Well, I didn't know I had to do that. I thought I told you. No, I was unaware. Well, she told me, and I was like, "Man, I won't sell out." I told it's you. I told you in in March. Yeah, no, no, no. I they definitely sell, but I just will go get it. It's okay. Like yeah. I have every confidence because I mean they'll have extra copies. They're not going to um only have the ones that are yeah pre sorted. Yeah, no, 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 no. they'll that's have them. The you just pre-order. have to go get them like on release day. Because that's how I got my first edition of Iron Blaine. Is well, I was the only person in the store. I walked in and I said hi, and it was literally on the table right but and I just got yeah. it and went straight to the line and checked out. I'll be doing it after work. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will be the first person at Target because they open at eight. Ooh. And then I'm gonna make a group chat and we're all gonna share our bonus chapters, scan them and send them into oh my God. Then you can have all five on release. I know, day. but this is unhinged. Why is that unhinged? No, it's just madness that that's the thing that you oh. have to do. Is no, what it's, I mean. it's like, madness. That's yes, so crazy. I, I agree. I agree. And some countries aren't even getting bonus chapters. The U.S. gets all five. Some countries don't get all of them or don't get any. Like, that's Brazil doesn't so get so mean. Yeah, I think Brazil doesn't get any, or they only get two. I saw something online today um, in one of those like Sarah J. Mass groups I'm on on Facebook that someone lives in Australia and they don't print something. There's, like, one of the series that is, or maybe it's Iron Flame or something, that, like, it's not printed. It's not released in Australia. And so they have to order it on Amazon. Yeah. Like, from the U.S. to ship yeah. all the way over there because they just don't print it there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's wild. Never in 
a million years did I even consider not being able to get that them. because they're American authors, so like it's just not crossed my mind of other mm-hmm. people, other places. Well, not in, having in a, Australia, they speak English. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, but, like it's like, not printed there, Brazil. so they just have to send it from the United States over yeah. there, which I just think is crazy. No, that's crazy. Which also the whole thing of like all the issues that were happening with Iron Flame that half of the books were printed in Italy. Uh, Maggie and I have two different cop like mm-hmm. two different versions. Two different versions. I don't know which one I have. You can look at mine. See where uh, mine's from. My I think it's chapter seventeen is missing a dragon. Um, oh, also, I never looked at mine. I don't my know pages if mine is. are much thinner than Maggie's. I like this. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't remember what it is now, but oh, it's when he tells her that he loves her. Oh, nice. Now that I remember, now that you pointed it, it is when. Uh, Zayden tells Bob that he loves her. I love you. <laughs> um, completely off topic and off note, but I will absolutely riot in the streets, burn the place down, if... She's got the dragon. Nice. Mm-hmm. If Zayden dies and him and Violet are not endgame, they are I... No. You think they are? Yeah. I will absolutely... I have seen theories of people talking about because Zayden says something of, like, you... You will be, like, the Like, the you're the end of me, me or something yeah. like that. And, like, I will absolutely lose my fucking shit if the only way for him to, like, not be a whatever the fuck anymore mm-hmm. is, like, Violet has to kill him or something. I will absolutely... I will riot. And that the fact that they fall in love and we all loved Tamlin mm-hmm. in book one. And then, you know, come book two, we're all like, <laughs> fuck you, Tamlin. Whoopsies. Yeah. And then book three, Whoopsie. we're like, really? No, no. Yeah. Like, I would actually. I don't think this. Yeah. I don't know. No, I would absolutely lose my mind. Um, but anyways, this has been a very wild ride. Um, I think it was all a little too unhinged. Oh, and. Oh no, just there's so much to there's, there's so oh, I've much. Got, there's I got too more. much. I've got more. This is wild. Just give credit where credit is due. Sarah, your mind is absolutely insane. I cannot believe that one person could even dream up or create something like this. I think mm-hmm. it's just absolutely massive to have this much content. Yeah, sessions, and yeah. just three separate worlds that still all connect and all these different things. Again, like if the Volg are the demons and it, like mm-hmm. they're from hell and they're the princes and it's the same thing as, what did you call them from Prithian? The Daglin. Like, if yeah. they're all the same thing, like, to keep all that, like, it's just... Straight. Like, can you yeah. imagine, like, the concept board she would have had mm-hmm. to, like, yeah. keep all this stuff, like, I'm sure she logical. Has just I think it's so file. crazy, but regardless, we are very excited for January 30th mm-hmm. to get Crescent City number three just it's gonna be incredible i know can't wait can't wait we're in the home stretch girls truly time to get on your reread time to get on your reread reread both crescent cities as well as a Court of silver flames and if you're feeling real spicy i would also recommend a reread of the kingdom of ash and i would just recommend that for for goods for funsies if you want to hurt yeah yeah <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again here soon. Peace out. Later.